This is Rini Jane with GoZen.com, and welcome to our Mindful Minutes podcast. If you're a teacher or parent of an anxious child, this podcast is tailored for you. Each week, we focus on powerful, practical coping techniques that you can pass on to your kids and students yourself. A lot of it's based on cutting-edge research from the disciplines of positive psychology, neuroscience, mindfulness, but we take out a lot of the academic gobbledygook, we make it relatable, and we make it usable for you. So I often start out with a personal story about myself, as I too was an anxious child. Who am I real quick? My name is Rini Jane. I'm a wellness coach for kids. I have the honor and privilege of working with amazing children, parents, and teachers giving kids tools to live better, happier, more successful lives. You can learn more about me at gozen.com. And on that note, let's dive into our topic, five things you should never say to an anxious child. So, you know, when I was young, very young, at like the age of five, I wanted to sleep with a bat under my pillow. Now, it was a plastic bat, but nonetheless, to me, it was a weapon. And I wanted that weapon because I firmly believed that every single night when I went to bed, a robber would break into the house. And I needed something to defend myself and maybe my family. And my brother's yellow wiffle ball bat seemed like the ideal tool. Now, unfortunately, and of course, my parents didn't comply with my request. They didn't understand why I was so worried. After all, there was no logical evidence to support my anxiety. Our neighborhood was safe, we never had a break-in, we had a security alarm. But who said anxiety was logical? It's not. Actually, let's back up. Who said what I was experiencing was even anxiety? That's a word I use now, based on personal and professional hindsight. Back then, as far as my parents and I were concerned, I was simply prone to a bit of extra worry. I was a worrywart. I was a worrier. None of us understood that my fearful thoughts were actually provoking a real nervous system response. That's what happens when your child is experiencing true anxiety. So let's talk about how my loving parents dealt with my countless what-if questions. What if we get robbed? What if we forget to turn the alarm on? What if we leave the door unlocked? You know, what if we, what if, what if, what if I made them crazy? How did they handle it when I knocked on their door at two in the morning Asking to go downstairs just one more time to check that lock just once more for good measure. They would look at me with tired eyes and that tired face and their first line of defense was always loving reassurance. Always. But it didn't sink in for me. It didn't help the worry go away. So next, they tried to invoke my logic, you know, and when all else failed, which it usually did, They became frustrated, and sometimes they expressed that frustration. So, you know, please know my parents are amazing. They always supported me. They were always loving and compassionate, but they didn't understand what I was going through. It took me a couple decades to figure it out and find ways to really alleviate and manage my worry. So the reason I put this list together of five things that are not super helpful to say to your child when they're going through anxiety is because I want to help families going through something similar. I want to point out these phrases and then give you alternatives that might help. And I'm also going to tell you 
what I wish I could have said to my parents, if I had a time machine and knowing what I know now, if I could go back in time and say something to my parents after they said these things to me, I'm going to tell you what I would have said. All right. So it's going to make sense as we go through the list. So here we go. Five things not to say to your child when they're experiencing anxiety. Number one, it's going to be okay. Trust me. Now, of course, this kind of reassurance is a knee-jerk reaction, but what I wish I could have said when my mom said that to me was, Mommy, I know you're trying to make me feel better, but my mind is telling me the opposite. My mind is saying it's not going to be okay, and my body seems to be responding to my mind. My heart is racing, my palms are sweating, my tummy feels funny. It's hard for your loving words to overpower what's happening inside of me. Here's what we know. The stress response is hardwired into our nervous system as protection. So what does stress have to do with anxiety? Well, anxiety mimics the stress response. So that famous fight or flight reaction that you've heard of, a survival reaction or mechanism that we have built into our body, that is triggered by stress and anxiety triggers the same thing. So what happens when your child is knee deep in anxiety, thinking about something in the future that seems threatening to them, like a robber breaking into the house, a rapid stream of chemicals is being dumped into the body for survival. And what happens is it makes it really hard to think clearly and for words of reassurance to sink in. There's adrenaline pumping through the body, the heart is racing, the palms are sweating, the breath is shallow. It's hard to think clearly. So when your child is really experiencing anxiety, respond to their nervous system first. Help them calm down with deep breathing. Now, why does everyone talk about deep breathing? Because it can take the body from fight or flight to rest in digest mode. And with all of these things I talk about, there's always more information on gozen.com. But you know, for the purposes of the podcast and keeping this mindful minutes, I'm 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 keeping it concise, right? So if you want more information, you can always hit gozen.com. So number two on the list of things not to say to your child when they're experiencing anxiety. My dad used to say to me, Rini, there's nothing to be scared of. I wish I could have said Daddy, remember the first time you asked mommy out on a date? Remember your first day at a new school? Remember the time you got in that bike accident? Maybe your parents knew everything was going to be okay too, but you didn't know that. You experienced real fear. My fear is real too. Here's what we know. Anxiety initiates a fear alarm inside your child's mind. It's a false alarm. But nevertheless, listen to these words. It feels very real to them. The fear is very real. That alarm is for protection. So your child feels this fear or stress. And again, it's a a survival mechanism that's being kicked in in their body. And to make sure that they're really paying attention, the mind can even exaggerate the object of the worry. So I'm sure you've heard of mistaking a stick for a snake, right? Our mind exaggerates to make sure that we are paying attention to this potential danger in our environment. And that's what's really going on with them. So instead of saying, listen, there's nothing to be scared of, try validating their emotions in this way. You can say, I see that you're scared. I've been scared before too, and I know what that feels like. 
what you want to do is build a bridge to connect with your child and saying those kind of words and really empathizing with them can help build that bridge number three on the list of things not to say to your child when they're really in the throes of anxiety my mom used to say let me tell you all the reasons you don't have to worry and then she would give me a list of logical reasons i wish i could have said mommy i know what you're saying makes sense it's just that it's hard to think clearly right now I have a lot of feelings right now and I'm just, I can't, I'm focusing on those. It's just really hard to think clearly. Here's what we know. One byproduct of the anxiety response is the prefrontal cortex or the more logical part of the brain. That gets put on hold while the emotional part of the brain takes over. So the emotional part of your brain is saying, hey, hang on, we gotta survive. We don't really have time to go through logic right now. If you think about it from an evolutionary perspective, cave people didn't have a lot of time to use logic when it came to running away from that saber-toothed cat lurking in the bush, right? So your child is not able to ingest and sort of absorb that logic, right? So again, try this first. Soothe the nervous system. You can try a visualization exercise. Ask your child to envision a still, quiet place. Ask them to breathe in and out in a way that's comfortable and describe this place to you. Now, once they're calm, discuss the idea with them that feelings are not necessarily facts. Feelings can actually be challenged and thoughts can be challenged. They can say, hey, I don't think you're really true. Self-disputation is a great way to quell worry. Number four on the list of things not to say. My dad used to shout when he would get really frustrated. Now you have to know my dad is the most amazing, just amazing person in the world. And if, you know, anyone who ever meets him says, your dad's the most amazing person in the world. He absolutely is. And even the most amazing people in the world get frustrated. And he used to shout at me, stop being such a worrier. Oh, I wish I could go back in time. I would look at my dad and say, Daddy, I know you're frustrated. I know you're angry. And that makes me feel so bad because I want to stop being a worrier. I really do. I want to stop it, but I don't know how. I wish I knew how. Here's what we know. Kids who worry know they worry more than other kids. They're labeled as worriers at a very young age. They also compare themselves to others who have less anxious reactions to their same fears, right? So many kids actually end up developing additional anxiety about having anxiety. Add on a dose of guilt from parents and kids can feel completely miserable. Remember, children often feel as helpless as adults do when it comes to chronic worry. You want to put some of the control back in your child's hands, so try this instead. When you feel yourself about to erupt, take a deep breath yourself. To the best of your ability, don't label your child. And instead, when they're in a relaxed state, and so too are you, explain the evolutionary basis of worry. Now you might be saying, seriously? And I say yes. Kids of every age love to know that worry has a purpose. And every single human worries to some extent. And a little bit of worry is actually a good thing. It's the thing that protects you from putting your hand in a fire, right? You, your reflexes would pull you back. And what that is, is that's a little bit of worry. 
you can explain this to your child and they really get into it. We actually even have an infographic on our site that goes into a deeper explanation that's, that's even more fun. Number five on the list of things please try not to say to your kids when they're experiencing anxiety. We don't understand why you're so worried. Oh, my mom and dad used to say this to me and I knew they didn't understand. And I wish I could have said to them, I know you don't understand, mommy. I know you don't get it, daddy. But I need you to try. I need you to try to understand what I'm going through. Put your hand on my racing heart. Listen to my shallow breath. Look at me. This is real. I want you to understand. I need you to understand. Please tell me you get it. Please. Here's what we know. When a child is anxious, they feel scared and helpless. If you also feel helpless as a parent, empathy can guide your actions. By stepping into your child's shoes, understanding their perspective, your reaction to their needs will be more authentic. So next time your child feels anxious, try to recall a time when you felt true fear and really get into that moment. Then connect with your child using these three words. I get it. Let them know you see what they're going through is a challenge. Let your child know you really see them. And something I want to say that's so important to my parents and to all parents on behalf of anxious children, we too get it. We understand what you sacrifice for us. We know our pain and struggle become your own. We know even on the days you feel completely helpless, you still try to support us. And you do. By never losing faith and never giving up, you're our models of grit and perseverance. We love you. We need you. We thank you. For more information on how you can help your anxious children, please visit us at GoZen. Thanks for tuning in to the GoZen.com Mindful Minutes podcast with host Rini Jane. Come back for more practical and powerful tips to take a child from fear to freedom. Remember, peace is within reach.